It's the Dead, Dead Panda Podcast. Yeah, we talk about stuff such as stand-up comedy, improv comedy, and we ask people to share feelings. So anyway, you want to replace Luke? Oh, here he is. This guy's talking about... Jack, Jack. Yeah, I'm super loud, so I'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> this is far away from you as possible. You could hear me if it was in the fucking yeah. corner. Definitely. All right, so uh, go ahead and start, Luke. I'm tired. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the Dead Panda Podcast. I'm Luke Westberg. This is Pykel. And this, this is this week's guest is our good friend Robert Benedict. Yes. yes. Hello. The third? Second. The second. The second. You aren't a junior, you're just the no, second. No, my dad specifically He's didn't like, want me to be a junior. Nah. He did the Roman numeral two on my birth certificate. <laughs> Legally two. Why? My Why dad, Roman numeral? He wants dude. to be fancy. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. He also wanted, what? when he got, uh, I think he wanted to put a Roman numeral one on his name too, so now it looks like it was on purpose. Uh Dumb move. But now that kind of locks me in a spot because now I have to. If I ever have a son, yeah, I can't. I gotta name him. I gotta It'll keep be the like numbering. Final Fantasy, like three yeah. is the best one. Aye, aye, aye. I was more of a, a secret of mana kind of guy myself. Mm. Mana, mama, or mana. Anyway, I'm also named after my dad. <laughs> I have, a, I have a cousin with the same name who's like five, six, seven years older than me or something. So when I get, was born and came around, it just shows that they're really unimaginative in my family. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, I don't know, another Michael, let's do it. <laughs> that works. So that's why I'm just going to take my fiance's last name when we're married. There you go. That's how I branch out on my own dad. It's pussy. <laughs> Answer, fuck you, Dan! <laughs> yeah, so I'll go ahead and ask uh, the usual question that we ask all our guests uh, who come on the show. So, uh, what are your loads like? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not, you don't have to answer. I was not expecting that. Okay. That makes me happy. Yeah. Um, that's a signature bit of Bobby. <laughs> To spoil the fun, you'll have yeah, to come catch, catch, him, live. catch him live. <laughs> anyway, so how did you uh, get into doing comedy, either stand-up or oh, like that well, crazy Nick and Bobby stuff you guys do? Right. It all started being uh, a weird theater kid in high school. Uh, we had a very imaginative theater teacher, and she decided, hey, these wired-ass kids need like an outlet, so she taught us how to do improv. Uh, and so our classes were pretty much just like 20 kids going up on stage and playing improv games every week for forever. After a while, a few of us were like, we kind of like doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, so instead of doing a play one year, we just all set up a completely student-run comedy night where we all wrote sketches, put stuff together. Um, and that's where I really found out, like, oh, I really like being funny on a stage. Like, it, awesome. it feels nice. So I did that for, like, three years in high school. Um, tried doing stand-up there. Failed miserably. Didn't try it again for, like, six years. Yeah. 
that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that makes a lot of sense with like uh, watching your stand up. Like you could, like I was like, does he know how like you you really speak from like stage try voice? To, try to like, yeah, you really do project. So, and like at first I was like, maybe being loud is part of it, but no, you're just a big guy and you can project <laughs> like a mofo. Yeah, I just I I just make loud noises and I frequently get too excited, <laughs> so I just. I get excited about things, and I just start yelling, and then soon enough, I'm doing ten minutes yelling about cum. That's just how that's just how my life goes. Oh god, come yeah. on, cake, glaze Ugh. everywhere. Just like that fun baking book that I'm really hoping is satire, but they're just like, ooh, a hundred recipes for semen. You're like, mm. I don't. <laughs> Let's talk later. <laughs> I think you should have gone on like his old podcast. Would have been a great fit for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so too. We used to do like games like uh, Rate My Wife's Boobs, where people mm -hmm. from Reddit would send in like pictures of their wife's boobs and we would rate them. Talked um, about uh, every guest that came on, they would ask about uh, how do you lose your virginity and stuff um, like that. Yeah. Wait, was that, that, that uh, Let's Get Dangerous? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I'm just seeing that on Spotify. Yeah. Shout out to Dirty Uri. Dirty Uri. Uh, he, uh, rest in peace. <laughs> he died in Alaska. He hasn't <laughs> actually moved there yet. Ah. Uh, so fuck is the fucker, yeah. yeah. Get out of here, man. Oh. Anyway, yeah, get out of Nevada. Let's uh, get back to Bobby, though. Yeah, like, so... Wait, were you from the Midwest or something? Uh, or... Born in Illinois, but oh. then lived mostly in Alaska, and then Hawaii for some very pivotal years. That's where I kind of formed, uh, I don't know, a lot of my worldview around... Uh, Surfing? Yeah. <laughs> Just around uh, being cool to each other. Uh, and it gave me a very strange sense of race and self because I am, of course, uh, some sort of brown person, as you may be able to see. Uh, but I'm only half Laotian. And in Hawaii, they don't like halfies uh, at all. So I, people were racist to me for being too white. Oh. Right? Which is fucking crazy. Uh, and then when I moved to the Midwest, I still thought, I still figured I was fucking white. And then, uh, then everyone was just like, uh, Asian people. Like, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, they're like, give us that entitlement. You yeah. don't get that. So now I'm like, now I, I've, I've finally centered my idea of self to be like, yeah, I have the wonderful dichotomy of both in my life. Uh, and so yeah, living in Alaska is where I found comedy and stuff, just cause that's where I met the most strange people. Sure. Um, you're ethnically ambiguous enough to also say that you're you could be half Hawaiian, half Alaskan. Yeah, I, I could lie. I, I frequently did. Yeah. Uh, okay. People in South Dakota, I thought I was native. Uh, people in Alaska, I thought I was native Alaskan. People here frequently think I'm a big Mexican. Uh, and it's just like, I can just get away with whatever. Well, you could get on a lot of very specific shows, like in the San Francisco area. It's like, wait, he was on the Filipino show, and now he's on the, the Mexican show, and now he's gay, apparently. Like, he's no, on every should, specific... With the amount of bits I have about musical theater, I could totally <laughs> get on a gay show. Yeah. Hit me up, uh, the gays, <laughs> as a collective. Yeah. Make him part of your gay agenda, please. <laughs> You're, you're a perfect metaphor for the Earth, because the Earth is like a, it's like a, we live on the frozen surface of a fireball, and you're kind of yeah. like that mm. as a person. Yeah, I like to think that I'm the exact opposite. I'm just, uh, I'm just a nice warm surface on a cold, cold center. Oh, oh that, yeah, that works too. Did you say that you are a, uh, a sad giant at 
Frequently, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, changes. Uh, let's uh, tell us about segue. Yeah, that's perfect segue. Uh, you're also a musician, and uh, how much strange has that landed you? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not as much as I had hoped. Hmm. You know, I started yeah. off. I started off in Alaska, being like, "I'm gonna be a drummer. It's gonna be fucking cool." I only had a girlfriend for like two weeks because uh, she liked another drummer who was. Much more into like metalcore and stuff, so obviously he was more popular. He had the sets of piercing, yeah. Oh. So he used twice the amount of bass pedals as me, which made him way cooler. Uh, so yeah, that didn't work out. And then I was like, I'm gonna switch to playing guitar and singing, and I did. And no one really tells you this, but like for the first five years of making your own songs, uh, you're bad at it. Like no matter what, it's embarrassing, mm. it's terrible, and honestly, it's taken me ten years just to write songs that people actually want to listen to, which is a little rough. But I made it, so that's yeah, so that helps. And that's now, shit. Yeah. now I land all the strange. Happy that, Valentine's Day. Getting that cheap carpet. Yeah. Hey, hey check out cheap apartment. check out the music video for Cheap Carpet. By Sad Giants on YouTube. In stores now. Yeah, in stores now. And post comments about how much you hate Luke. It's it. uh, yeah. it's playing on the TV and Sam Goody, right? Oh God, I wish. Okay, no sidebar though. So it was Labor Day weekend this last year. Uh, some guy on Reddit just posted up. He's like, Hey, I have this like '90s style video camera, and does anyone want to practice with me shooting it? And I was like, I got a dumb idea for a music video that I can, that I can probably figure out in a weekend. Uh, so we just took that long weekend, just shot a bunch of my ideas that I had going through my head, and the only person to actually show up and want to try to do stuff was Luke over here. Yeah. Uh -huh. And he got to pretend to be a homeless guy whose piss I drank. So yeah. check out the video. It's he, real. He chugged a bunch of charcoal and ate a bunch of chocolate to specifically to do this part. Oh, yeah. Forgot about the chocolate. Look, that looks so gross. You were just choking it down. I was like... What a champion. He's just <laughs> yeah. going for it. Yeah. yeah, I continually sing the praises of Luke on this channel. Like, there's nobody more collaborative and, like, willing to do... Just willing, yeah. Like, just butt stuff. He never, yeah. said, he never says no. no. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I didn't even expect this to be a Valentine's Day special, but here we are. Yeah, well, there it is. hopefully... This is the 12th. So, uh, yeah, you'll have a... Out uh, in the next couple of weeks. You know? I'll have this out so the audio is going to come out tonight. So. Yeah. There's been a slight delay on the Stephen Dente episode. Yeah, for, I was doing a lot of shit talking in it, so I'm like, yeah. getting rid Try of the parts of that. It makes it seem like we were talking shit about Dat Fan, but that's not the case. What up, Dat? Either. I miss you. Yeah. But you, but you weren't? No, we were not. Okay. No. I, I, I guess it's. There is. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. I guess if you guys are still loyal employees well, of Well, I mean, Tyler you can Comedy, probably talk about it probably. on this podcast. I was, I was talking shit about Wayne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And me uh, and frequently. Steven were like, uh, yeah. I'm the same. Yeah, no, I did it frequently for at least the last three years. Nothing bad ever happened. Unless it did, and that's why I'm not getting to work there, but I'm pretty sure it's different reasons. Uh, well, I just noticed, like, uh, he keeps tabs on whatever... Me and Luke are attached to like. Of course. Yeah. yeah. He's been doing the same thing for me for the past year and a half, even though I haven't been working there. Randomly texting me every once in a while. Like, oh, really? Hey, what you been doing? I'm like, working. And he'll still, like. He, like, doesn't. He knows all the stuff that I got going on. 
Okay. Yeah, so that's why he was mad. He was mad at me and Nick for doing the uh, Nick and Bobby show at the Improv. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's right. He would have never let you guys do it there. Like, <laughs> that, well, that's what we used to do it there mm. uh, last year, and then we stopped doing it because the last show we got to split thirty six dollars, uh, and so we were like, we would like to make at least twenties of dollars on our own show. Mm, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, we went to the Improv and perfect. <laughs> Did exactly that. <laughs> Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't put together an hour-long show and be making less than the amount of money I spent on this shitty costume already. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's not conducive, because, sure, I'm not technically running a business successfully, but I still like to think, as an entertainer, I'm not going to constantly run in the red. Yeah. I can at least break even sometimes, hmm. and that business model was not doing it for me. Huh. I just ate the passive aggressive text and I'm still getting like, we're gonna have yes. something special. I'm like, all right, man, God. Oh, it's it too much. Oh, Stop no. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. That was a real look of concern. Like, are you actually good? Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm hoping to do like the uh, there goes the neighborhood go. contest because yeah. he let me do that last year. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's. It's the best club that you can be consistently in front of a crowd yeah. at. Yeah. Uh, and so it's useful for that. But at this point in my comedic career, I don't need that anymore. I don't need four minutes. Yeah, I now. think here in Reno, uh, one thing is like uh, a lot of people, uh, we're on the ready to set to go try new places <laughs> yeah. and get familiar or with at least being feature. unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah. Like like feature. something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We all have like 15 at least 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, we could all probably do a decent job at different spots you know yeah and it's just like all right i'm almost five years in at this point like i really just want to really just want to start i don't know either fronting the own my own money for stuff that i think will be worth it and just chalking it up to business expenses at the end of the year and hoping that i can draw a little bit back in for myself or just calling up bars in the midwest and being like Hundred bucks, I'll come out. <laughs> just nice. something. I know I have two friends in this town. Let me do it. And I think I think you, you can get by that way. Yeah. That's how some people mm. do it. But mm. I mean, would you say your dream would more be to be a uh, well, a road comic, or uh, or would you say like music is more your passion? Would you rather like music do it on a huge? tour and stuff around the states or? music is my favorite thing okay and even more specifically being in the recording studio oh. is one of my favorite things mm -hmm. that was my least favorite oh, part God. about being in a band there's always tensions i that's unless you I, can, like i create the tension because <laughs> i'm i'm the fucking oh i'm so on it when i'm in there and i'm trying to control all of it because i know it's how it's supposed to be in my head okay um and so i get in there and i just you know, rip it. And so I think, like, my dream, my my tangible dream that I feel like in the next 10 years I could possibly have is, like, building a little home recording studio, making music myself, recording other people I like, and then also doing comedy on the side when the band doesn't want to go touring and I still know that I have time. Like, just go around and tour uh, separately from that. But... First, I have to be like funny enough to have people want to go see me in a place, uh, at least even my own city would be nice. Huh. But we'll see. We'll see yeah. how that goes, guys. Come on, yeah. guys. We have the best comedians in Nevada. Between us, we have like <laughs> five fans. <laughs> Honestly, I'd say we're probably better than Vegas. 
Yeah, we're better than Portland. What's up? I said it. I saw you guys. I saw what was out there. Yeah, I only know three Portland comics, and I went to a few of the open mics when I went up there, and I was like, oh, okay. It's just like ours, but more people. Like, the, like, percentage of quality is not more. There's just a few more people that have made it farther, because ah. it's fucking Portland, you know? Sure. Yeah, but, you know, it'll be us eventually. We're going to be the new Portland guys. Yeah, we've, we've already got sizzles and laughing planets. We're on your, we're on our way, Portland. We're gonna get some voodoo donuts soon. I saw that we have yeah. Ike sandwiches from San Francisco. I didn't know we had that, and I'm so excited about that because uh, I need hot Cheetos in my sandwiches all the time. Really? And at least our homeless people are just yelling at themselves and not yeah. at my face. We're just yelling at like a folder full of blank paper. I saw that <laughs> like an hour ago outside of Target. <laughs> I was just getting cat food, and I thought I thought it was like a weird dude rehearsing a play. I was like, I can respect that. He's just he's got to just fit it in whenever. I looked down, it's just <laughs> like he found some kid's binder on the ground and just started reading out of it. But there was nothing. He was just yelling at it like a like a Necronomicon of, of only his design. It was insane, literally insane. Nice. He was crazy. Help the homeless guys. Yeah, yeah. help them. Give them like a how do we do that? So, I don't know. Like, like, do you give them homes? Like, I mean, I'd does that even work? Like, if we just stopped tearing down a bunch of the homes to build like, like n- nouveau cool apartment complexes with quiet closed cabinets, so now they're two thousand dollars for a one bedroom. Yeah, we like, have like shipping containers, and oh, it's five thousand dollars. <laughs> this reminds me of my uh, my best Portland joke while I was in Portland that I liked the best. They didn't really like it. Though. I don't think they got it that well. I was like, I really love what you guys are doing for the homeless. I see you guys have all those safety deposits, like all those safe places to get rid of these dirty needles. I'm just a little alarmed that they're all that full. And like, they didn't laugh at that at all. And I was like, it's a drug problem. It's a homeless problem. <sighs> I loved that one because I grew up with homeless drug addicts. <clears throat> I'm going to go. For 10 cents a day. You should do that, right? You can, uh... So, I also have a band. Uh, we were a Christian emo band called Dark Light. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> Please tell me it's still up on the internet. No. Ah! But our other band, Three Inches Between Us, was a three-piece band. That one might attach something somewhere. Yeah. Sweet. I'm going to I'm going to look those up because mm-hmm. my favorite thing is listening to people's old embarrassing bands okay. that they cannot take down. Like yeah. like back when people used to use uh, CD Baby, and now they the the, the tracks just can't get taken <laughs> off the internet because CD Baby is like, well, no, technically we own it. We haven't made the fifty dollars back on your distribution yet, so it's ours. And you're like, oh, that's oh my great. cool, keep it. Yeah, yeah I have was, a couple's. Uh... Shout out to, I was in a funk rock band, Nine Volt Moon. Um, <clears throat> I think they had changed the name to A Window, I believe. So, like, I had said I was sort of wanted to do one more big show, like, at our uh, school's high school talent show and be done. But then they were like, eh, no, fuck you. We're going to, like, get someone else and keep going. Uh, and then they, like, played that one talent show and then they split up yeah the funny thing was like i had a girlfriend like when i started the band and then uh we broke up and then like i find out later she's dating the new lead singer of a window so she just really wanted to stay with that band yeah and i also dated another 
girl, like, later, like, I was, she was, uh, having hard kind of financial troubles, and she was staying with her ex-boyfriend's family. I'm like, okay, this is weird, but we go upstairs in the loft, and I'm walking through the hallway, I'm like, oh shit, that's that dude. Like, I'm like, dude. I'm like, yes. That is... The world is too small sometimes. Yeah. That's, that's all I can ever think about. Is uh, like there's been actually it's happened the most in Reno uh, because I've lived a bunch of different places. But like I've found people that I used to know in Alaska here in Reno just like randomly, and I was like, oh, like how has the last ten years treated you? And yes, yeah, Reno's wow. kind of like the real Moss Eisley. Of, like, <laughs> people just wash up here, and you're yeah, just like, yeah. ah, you're. You're a slaver now. <laughs> like, no, I just go to Burning Man. Nah, same clothes. Same That's clothes. <laughs> Sorry for, for my last story. Like, I wasn't going to say the guy's name, but it's a really fun name. It's, Do it. It's William Winklejohn. Will, Willie Winklejohn. Like, that's a great name. Willie Winklejohn like sounds, sounds like you were he trying to like make a up a name in an improv show and you just let it go like right. too many syllables. Or we like have an a improv show. side piece. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple improv shows this weekend, so I'm going to call him Willie Winklejohn. Alright, doing no scenes with Luke. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene Sorry. could be Willie Winklejohn. No, no, I'll work. take that name like that. God, imagine what you could do with that yeah. character. Like, you could get away with anything. And I usually murder everybody anyway, so... Yeah, there you go. You, you, know, you know what they say, as soon as you enter a scene, uh, immediately start asking leading questions, and then start choking someone. That's mm -hmm. how you improv the best. Yeah, he's more like slapping people. Yeah. yeah. Just because you can get away with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Well, or like, I try to do, a head, shake. Try to do a head shake, where you put a thumb in your fist, and you put it on there, and then you grab mine, and then you lead me around. Oh. Yeah, so... But nobody, like, remembers that technique to, like, the, when the hand is on your head, you're in charge of the hand, so you have to move around. So they're just like, yeah, no, I, like, you, I kind of do, like, a little shake like that, you know, like, yeah. come on. Like, <laughs> well, like, once, I don't know if you're a king or something, and I was a servant, and I entered the scene, and I was like, oh, hello, master, and then you, like, <laughs> you immediately killed yeah, him. He immediately killed me off, and then I fell to the floor. But like, he, he did a little rough, so like I had a tweak in my neck. Oh, like, it's all good. Yeah, it, was, it was worth it. You guys gotta be safe while you improv out there. That's yeah. the rules, I think. I don't know. I haven't taken a class. No, like he's slap. Well, fake slap the shit out of me, and I'm. Oh, I took a fall for it. Yeah, totally worth it. Hell, and uh, we we also do a lot of uh, burning lit cigarettes on each other. And like I stopped like uh, going after you and uh, Jesse on our team because you guys just like <clears throat> they become like sated like they're into it now like uh, yeah it gives it a good yeah. You yeah. guys, your guys' team sounds kinky. Uh, yeah, we we have a very like crazy. We generate some really crazy ideas. Like we are much less based in any sort of like we don't have grounded scenes very rarely very rarely They're not based on reality yeah and somebody always dies like we bring in the all third the scene rules. yeah like yeah. somebody dies maybe in the second like, we'll kick the dog and we'll pee on each other like and like everybody's like maybe stay away from those ones but for some reason always works <laughs> it's unexpected yeah. just wait until our valentine day show Bad horse. We should do a scene about docking. Okay.
We'll make it work. Yeah. <laughs> Making plans. Going for yeah, it. Yeah, that's not really improv either. Though. I don't know. Like, I've... I know in theory what docking is, but I've never, like, seen it. Well, do you have a foreskin? Uh, no, I do not. I'm very, uh, very sad about that. I found out when I was, like, a junior in high school. I was like, they did what? You can just, just slide back and forth. The inventor of the dock well, also inadvertently invented the plop, and that is the sound it makes when you pull apart. Yeah. I mean, does it form a suction if... That's, are like, that's the bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of them getting so suctioned together with like a Chinese finger trap and they just yeah. can't, yeah. can't pull back apart. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh god. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. I cannot keep this. Uh... Look, you guys just take the wheel from here. I'm gonna ride the back seat the rest of the podcast. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> oh yeah. Should we do an ad break here? We yeah, let's do an ad break. Alright, bye bye. We're back. This next half hour is brought to you by Butt Stuff. Put it on your butt. It's good. Yeah, as a proud owner of Butt Stuff, I, Willie Winklejohn, frequently have to lube up before and after work. Why? Butt Stuff. Do I work at Butt Stuff? I'm not going to tell you my personal information. That's doxing and that's illegal, even though it's me. My uh, marriage was failing until I found butt stuff, and now it's rekindled the uh, passions of our youth. Hmm. I use butt stuff on my front stuff. You should use it as directed and consult your physician. Always yeah. read the instructions. Yeah. May uh, cause shrinkage that is not reversible. Have a flared base. <laughs> It'll cause constipation and diarrhea, and anxiety, and anxiety. Okay, you want to do uh, an improv scene? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sure, let's, uh, let's keep it in the realm of Valentine's Day. Okay. Butt stuff. Yeah, butt <laughs> stuff. All right. We, we've just been having a lot of problems lately. Yeah. Now, where do you think those problems start? Um, I would say in the, the bedroom. When... Damn it, Dolores, don't tell him these things. I don't no, want he's, to... He's our therapist. We're supposed to be honest. You, you promised. You want me to be honest? Yeah. I, I could use a little bit more honesty from you. I can't stand looking at you anymore. You... you revolt my See, eyes. See, this is the problem. He keeps, he keeps lying. Now, let's not resort to name-calling or bringing up any negative emotions. Now, what we, now what we want to do is we just want to breathe in. Make sure we get some proper breathing. Okay, breathe out. Let it, let it calm you down. And now, and now, now, specifically what in the bedroom is the problem? Because I just, I, I feel like in order to really get past the problem, I need to, I need to have more details on that. Dolores doesn't fuck me hard enough. Yeah, like, I I just don't feel comfortable, like, putting the strap on on and fucking you from behind. Because, like, I know you're enjoying it, but then you're, you aren't honest. You always, like, scream and say how much pain you're in. And then I stop and you're like, what? Why'd you stop? I'm like, because you sounded like you're in pain. Now, all this sounds like it can be solved with a safe word. So he can howl as much as possible, 
and you can still just be pounding away until you hear that safe word. I okay. want Pound Town. Yeah. I want Pound Town too. All right. And can the safe word please be keep going? <laughs> Look, That's we have confusing. we have a life together, and I'm willing to try and make this work. But this is the last chance, and if our safe word can't be keep going. It's inspirational, really. I mean, it's kind of a metaphorical relationship. What about Cthulhu boners? How's that? I know you like Cthulhu, baby. Yeah, I but Cthulhu I, yell that, I yell that when I'm in the throes of passion. So yelling it as my safe word is just the same problem. Haven't you been listening, Dolores? Yeah. He thinks Cthulhu is real. He worships him. Well, let's not get too hasty, you know. Uh, religious religious elements in the bedroom can really be fulfilling sometimes, especially because there's such powerful emotions tied to them. Yeah. Now, have you thought about putting on, say, some sort of horrific squid mask or peeling off various sections of your skin to appease any sort of ancient gods that may be awoken during your lovemaking? No, I, I'm sorry, I... I haven't. I, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. Doc, can I practice my I statements for a moment? I, I think that would be good. I feel like you make me sick. Good. Now Dolores. I feel like I can't find anyone better than you. I feel like you're right, but I also feel like you don't you don't Oh, God, I can't even think of anything. I feel like you don't respect me. I feel like you're right. You know, I really think the thing that could solve all your problems is if you just have a baby. All right. I think this has been worth it. Let's have a baby. Shoot it inside me for once, but... All right, we'll have a baby, but he didn't say it had to be mine. Doctor, you can steal one. How would you like to, uh, inseminate me? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. And scene. <laughs> okay. That was the, yeah, that was the best scene we've ever <laughs> so, We had a real relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The others have just been awkward. We worked fun. through it. Yeah. I won't say this is, like, top quality improv, but you'll see it. Bad horse. <laughs> top quality. <laughs> it's not the top ramen. It'll, our show on Friday and Saturday will be better than that, too. What's Laotian food like? Oh, uh, it's like Thai food, except sometimes they'll put cow poop in it, really, just to... What? Sometimes I just like to fuck with white people. <laughs> like, are you fucking me? Like... I, okay, legit, I went there, and they have a dish that's traditionally, it's, you know, just minced meat, some, some herbs and vegetables, and you just eat it, and they will sometimes use, like, the bile from the gallbladder to add some bitterness. Mm. Except sometimes Tasty. when they don't have a gallbladder handy, mm. the thing that works just as well is mixing in cow shit and okay. not telling you till after you eat a bunch. Does it 
taste like good up until that point? Tasted all right to me. <laughs> it was just okay. Just there was a little. Does it have like there. beneficial enzymes for your? It's just cow shit. It's just grass, you know, mostly yeah. grass and vitamins, nitrogen. Like, yeah. It doesn't smell good though. But, no, but yeah. it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, most Asian food already smells crazy anyway. Yeah. So like mixing in, plus it's a third world country. Oh, There's shit. just open sewers everywhere. It's just okay. I don't care. I went to Mu Dang and it, it that's like Thai food, but it, it always smells terrible in there. They have. They, they Is that have. cow shit they're putting in? It's just because they're like taking whole animals and like boiling it. Okay. Cool. It smells like <laughs> the screams of. Swine. That's what it smells yeah. like. It is. I, I've been like a vegetarian and more like more or less a vegan for the past like seven or eight months now. Because he's not, whipped. Because I'm a little whipped, but uh, and also my roommate and fiance are both vegetarian, yeah. so it's just it's kind of easier for at the that most point part. to just go with it. Uh, but I, you know, I'm not regretting it. Yeah. Do you feel more energy, or do you feel about the same? I feel no difference. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's that's pretty Status good. Status quo. Yeah. yeah. I started eating crickets, though. I got some cricket protein powder. It's a sustainable protein. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, part of the reason I went vegetarian was for, like, the environmental reasons. So, it's like crickets, they live three weeks anyway. Mm -hmm. Might as well grill them up and eat them. And also, uh, they use 90% less water yes. per pound of protein than beef. I know this because I've been thinking about starting a cricket farm. Oh, okay. And selling... Like, or just eating it all myself. I don't know. <laughs> Crickets have a, have a lifespan of nine weeks. They reach sexual maturity after about six weeks. One female cricket can lay up to a thousand eggs. Oh, so uh, honestly, I feel like I could just get a, like a fuckload of crickets, really. What do they eat? You just throw your leftover Cheeto, Cheeto powder in there? I don't know. They're bottom feeders, I think. So you just like, yeah. toss a potato in there and be like, have at it. Like, like, oh, fuck yeah, potato. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a thousand babies. Maybe they eat each other because it's packed full of protein. Yeah, well, and they they don't have a central nervous system, so, like, it wasn't evolutionarily uh, beneficial for them to feel pain, so they'll just lose a leg and they're fine. I thought about like, I thought about putting them in my giant iron crock pot and putting them in the oven and just having like a reverse popcorn situation. <laughs> you know, like when the when the jumping and popping stops. That's when it's that <laughs> nice. This is our Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Eat some bugs, you idiots. Yeah. You guys, I gotta be honest, I don't feel like we are on the same page as <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just an experiment I'm trying to do. So I've been like Eh, vegetarian for a little over a year. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't feel that vital, you know. I, I don't have that Bobby Benedict spunk and energy that I, yeah. Just get get some meat in there sometimes. I don't know. I, uh, really, cut, cutting out sugar helps. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when you eat sugar again, you want to die. So, like, moderation yeah. sometimes. But, yeah. like, yeah, fuck. Mm -hmm. I, I was vegetarian for a month once. Uh, but then there was a chili competition, so I was like, guess I'm not vegetarian anymore. <laughs> Very easy decision. Did you win? No. Uh, well, I did win because I started eating meat again and ate a fuckload of chili, so that's, I mean, there's that's no losing there. <laughs> I enjoy a good Impossible Burger. Like, have you had those from yeah. Carl Jr.? I, actually, I, I, had the, uh, I had the Whopper one. I did, like, the side-by-side -side comparison thing. They were like, two for six dollars to get the Impossible Whopper and the regular Whopper. And, uh, yeah, one of them tastes 
slightly like factory meat, but honestly, like it's just, it's all, it's just, it's, it's just a hot pile of garbage. Like yeah, it's, so, it's all yeah. fast food still. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. All this stuff is still here and it's still gross. So that's yeah. exactly what I wanted. That's exactly. Have you seen the South Park episode? I'm no, a man. I'm assuming it was just all about like processed foods being. Yeah, well, like that. they were afraid that Cartman was gonna like find out that they were putting the processed goo in the replacing the meat, but then he's like, ah, tastes the same as the garbage I've been eating, so it's better for the planet. That's cute. Hell yeah. yeah. It tastes the same as the processed garbage we've been eating, so it's uh, you know it's more sustainable though. Yeah. Actually, on the flip side of that, I love watching, uh, just, I feel like I shout this out literally every chance I get, but all the Bon Appetit cooking videos on YouTube, specifically, uh, Claire making the gourmet versions of just, like, shitty candy <laughs> and random other stuff, like, she did Twinkies once, she did Gushers, and it's just, like, showing you how arduous of a process it is to to, to actually make this weird synthetic food we're all used to, you know, and just like watching huh. the process, you're like, oh, this is like an insane thing to try to recreate. Because hmm. sometimes it is just like, okay, so it's, it's like this one thing, except they also deep fry it and then they freeze it and then you can cook it again, but it's also, you got to make sure all the moisture is out of it. And it's so... It's so much fun to watch. Do drugs and watch YouTube. That's what I am bringing an advertisement for. Unless anyone from my job is listening, this is all satire. Yeah. This is a... The channel is called Bon Appetit? So yeah, Bon Appetit. Okay. From just like the old, uh, old French magazine. Except it wasn't French. I think it was American. But they called it that because it sounded French. So it's... Oh. You know, but now they, they, they used to just be a magazine. I think they still are a magazine. But they had a bunch of their test chefs just start making like personalized YouTube videos where it used to just be, you know, like the, those videos you see where it's just a camera overhead and someone chopping and stuff. They used to just do that. And then they just start putting the personalities in and it's way better. It's like, it's like they have their own, a whole food network filled with a bunch of awesome personalities doing weird stuff. It's so good. <laughs> it's my favorite. I fucking love cooking shows. I also love cooking and baking. I love making bread. That's my jam. Uh, but yeah, like I just, I love cooking stuff. I should get into baking some bread. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. You have a signature sourdough, like, yeah. Oh, you really do? I actually have my own sourdough okay. starter that I've been cultivating. Nice. I'm like beginning real into the, uh, real into the designs and the cuts for my sourdough. I haven't quite perfected the rose petal, uh, the cut <laughs> where you like, you cut it and then it bakes and it looks like a nice rose, but I'll get there. I'm going to get there mm. soon. God, that sounds lovely. <laughs> I'll show you some pictures later. I got some yeah, sour pictures. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's so cool that they have like this starter that's been going for like hundreds of yeah. years, and like there's still probably a few atoms in there from the original. Yeah, uh, I like that idea. That's why I just started like cultivating my own because I was like, what? It's just the same bacteria in the air in my house. So basically, it's all just a little part of me. You're gonna next year. Uh, Bobby's cricket sourdough. It's gonna be delicious. Yo, I could make cricket flour, and I could make this. I could use my own starter. Oh shit! Cricket sourdough bread. Yo, okay. this could work. That's the protein packed. I also you thought about. Me? I also thought about having a little bee farm and have honey. So it could be like a honey cricket sourdough. Oh shit! You know. Have Wait, are you eating the bees too? Or God no. <laughs> 
Okay. They're in danger, Luke. <laughs> Get with the program. <laughs> I mean, if they die of natural causes. Oh, oh if they okay. die of natural causes, I will 100% see yeah, the taste. Yeah. Well, like, you like, <laughs> up the, uh, the venom glands and then you... Oh, no, no, I'm keeping it all in there. Okay. I'm going to use the stinger as like a little toothpick, but, mm. you know, like yes. a little cocktail toothpick, and then just pull it off the end. Gotcha. Gonna have to put an allergy warning on the bread. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of them. Just yeah, just we'll sprinkle on some peanuts too, oh, just in yeah. case. And some cat hair. Back when I had my dog, she shed everywhere, so I couldn't make bread as much because it would just be full of dog hair. <laughs> and I was like, this is so gross. You well, ate it anyway. I ate it anyway because I what am I going to feed it to someone else? No, uh, it's full of dog hair. I'm used to it at this point. Uh, can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. You live with Nick and Austin, right? Yep. Who would win in a fight to the death between the two of them? Mm, I think Nick's got it. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. He's got more of a will to live, really. Austin <laughs> awesome, would just immediately give up, I think. He's like, yeah, sorry. Just, <laughs> yeah. Let me hear one of us. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, like, just don't let me hear it coming. <laughs> Here's a brick. <laughs> Shout out to Austin, bye. Yeah, Austin, we love you. Just do stuff. I don't know. I, I haven't seen him in like. A day yeah. or two. I saw them at my open mic for a second, and then other than that, like we lived together, and they still haven't really like seen them. Yeah, I saw him at our open mic last week, and he didn't. He didn't go. He comes, but like I think maybe he came late, so we were full because we were packed mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, he could have performed. I asked him. He's like, no, I'm just gonna watch. He's probably just working out new stuff. He's just not quite ready to. Yeah. One of my favorite things I've seen him do at an open mic is just come out and say the. Uh, Coachella lineup, like I was like, oh god, that's a that's a comedian joke because it's not funny. That's what makes it funny. Yeah, he's the Christopher Nolan of <laughs> Reno stand-up comedy. He is my favorite, my favorite mind to watch make comedy because even when it's something he's still working on, I'm like, fuck, my brain would have just never even put any of these things together. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're there live and he immediately starts working out a bit in front of you because it's just him observing the world and you're like, <laughs> that's dumb as shit, say it on stage. Yeah, you'll be looking at your phone and all of a sudden you're like, what's going on yeah. over here? <laughs> Where do you write most of your bets? Like, oh, in I the do, car, in the shower? Uh, it, it's most of the time it's at work when <laughs> I'm like, like I, I, either I'm shitting because like I needed to take a break and I've just been in there too long and I'm like, I might as well write some jokes. Or just like while I'm walking around and, you know, inspiration will strike and I'll just start writing it down. And I just toss everything. I'm a little comedy companion and file it away for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one line or like um, just weird shit that happened. Yeah, I do the kind of the same thing. Then yeah. I'll look back and try to work something around it. Yeah. Michael, Michael writes his jokes while feeding squirrels. That's just one, one hand in a bag of, of, of feed and the other hand just like... Yeah, it's like a... It just gets, it blocks out all the noise, you know, the squirrels are relaxing. Mm-hmm. I do the weird thing where I, I frequently end up writing bits word for word, how I hear, how I hear myself yelling it in my head. <laughs> you know, like, one time I got down to the library and Nick Taro said, he would be doing this if any of you here were here or not anyway, so <laughs> give it up for him. But I was like, he's not wrong. Like, that is exactly how it sounds in my head, and I'm just doing it how I think it should That's be great. done. 
And I was like, fuck, yeah, he's right. Sometimes I'm not as live as I want to be. But once I get, like, a bit locked in and, you know, got the specific wording for parts that I think are important, then I know I can kind of, like, transition in between parts differently and it kind of helps. Luke just writes all of his in crayons. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Which is hard because sometimes I eat the crayons, so then I'm like, I have nothing to write with anymore. My crayon budget's ridiculous right now. I'm taking on, I took on a new job. He's been like buying the cheap toxic ones. He oh. doesn't even spring for Crayola non-toxic. Sitting there with Rose Art crayon mouth. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> Don't you give me that? He's eating me out of house and home. Yeah, well, that's like getting mega blocks instead of Legos. You're like, none of this fits with my constitution anymore. Oh my god, it must have been nice to have money growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like mega blocks, like they're coming into their own. They're, they're they up. well, they have a lot of license shit. Now they have like Pokemon and they have Game of Thrones and Halo and all kinds of shit. All right, I guess I'm switching to mega. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would never buy anything from them, however. Uh, they made some Ninja Turtle ones, which Lego also did too, but the, the Mega Box turtles look better, gotta say. Well, that's the new battle. Guys, uh, yeah. comment below, which one do you want? Do you want Mega Blocks or Legos? There is a right answer. You will be graded. <laughs> I want Playmobil. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's, That's like the fucking European, oh, okay. like, Legos. Ugh. It's not popular in the States at all. <laughs> like, they came out with the Playmobil movie. Like, to like the Lego movie? Yeah, exactly. They're like, what? That's like when Transformers came out and then a blockbuster that was dating myself. The last movie I ever saw there was Transmorphers. Yes! Uh, oh my god, I almost got tricked by that once. <laughs> At a little rental place in South Dakota, I was like, "Trans, uh, oh, that's Transformers." Wasn't the original like BattleBots? Was the first uh, GoBots? Yeah. GoBots, yeah. Go yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, like, uh, did you play Pogs when you were a kid? Nah. Okay. Yeah, my. Okay. Yeah, my parents. I wanted Pogs, but they bought me fucking Slammer Whammers. <laughs> Slammer Whammers? Is this another name of a guy you knew in high school? <laughs> no, no. I, I have a poor people story too. Is, uh, yeah. All the other kids got uh, Gatorade, and then the poor kids got uh, Powerade, and I got a drink called Squincher. Squincher? <laughs> Squincher gum is legit though. Mm. Like it's, and then the poor, well, if, you, you know, if you're trying to watch really the figure, squinches you get Squincher Zero. And, like, uh, very, there was yeah. real flavors such as icy Ice and now, did you get uh, ever get like Nike, Adidas, Reebok shoes when you were a kid? Or I got I got the, uh, I got the Walmart Kazam specials from the Shaq <laughs> movie Kazam. <laughs> I got like some Voights light up shoes. <laughs> that was cool. We had a. We believed that. Um, did they make shoes in your size? They did. Never. <laughs> I was pretty much just wearing paper bags on my feet until I found big and tall stores. Oh, nice. <sighs> hey, what do you got coming up? Start yeah. Playing. Oh boy, let's see. Uh, coming up soon, February nineteenth. I will be at Mellow Fellow uh, with the same problems, ladies. Uh, I believe Tess Barker is coming back, and I'm not sure. Who else is coming along with her? I already kind of forgot. But uh, that's going to be a great show. It's fun there because 
they really are never ready for the comedy to happen, so you're just yelling in a room of drunk people. It's one of my favorite things to okay. do. <laughs> uh, so come on out to that. February 29th, I have uh, a show with my band, Sad Giants, at the Holland Project. Uh, we're playing, let's see, I think we're just going to be opening up the show for uh, two bands whose names I've forgotten, and I will look at them real quick. I believe okay. it's like Mo, Mo Trooper, Mo something, Mo Troper and Nick Eng. Opening for mm -hmm. them, February 29th, uh, doors at 7 p.m. I believe it's $5 at that place all the time. Nice. Uh, and then the only other thing I know that's on the horizon, some sort of comedy thing will be happening at Coffee and Comics <clears throat> March 28th. Uh, I have the date locked in. I have a few comics nice. booked already. Need to lock in a few others, but keep March 28th in me. your brains. Final Saturday of the month, so keep that in your brain. Yeah, and you can mention your, well, open mic oh, and yes. podcast. Every Tuesday, I have uh, <laughs> Coffee and Comics. It's an all-ages open mic at a coffee shop. Uh, starts at 6 p.m., ends around 8, because the business is supposed to close at 8, but we kind of linger around and mess up the place. Also on Tuesdays, my podcast, The Petri Dish, drops every week. So Tuesdays are real, real busy for me. But uh, come on out, or take a listen, or just find me on the internet, and find stuff I do, because I do a bunch of stuff all the time. Fun, fun. And it's Petri Dish, as in like... Yeah, like a little... Yeah, little, not little. pee like a tree you pee Yeah, on. not like peeing yeah. on a tree, yeah. Correct. Right. Okay. Just for the... For the people that are just really cannot he's, spell. He's, yeah. Like, <laughs> he treated I've been trying to find like, this. I tried P-E-E, -E, I tried P-A, none of it's working. Yeah, like, <laughs> a, a tree, peas grow on trees, right? Um, and, uh, yes. And uh, tomorrow, our uh, open mic at Blind Onion in Victorian Square in yeah. Sparks, uh, Chris Big Pen is hosting. That one starts at 7 o'clock. Probably today, because this is probably coming out. Oh, yeah, if it's Thursday, yeah, yeah. if it's the 13th, the thir Every Thursday, 7 p.m., 6.30 sign up. Uh, and then Friday, Valentine's Day, and Saturday, the fall fifteenth, we have two improv shows with our team, Bad Horse. So if you want to come and watch us do the funny ha ha's and make them up, mm -hmm. and, uh, bring a date, bring a loved one. Yeah. Then uh, the following. Oh, what are you doing on Sunday? I don't know. Do you want to go to a birthday party in Carson? The City? roast of Jacob Blinn. It's his eighteenth birthday. Oh my god! I'm hosting that one. Uh, it's gonna be a great time. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any roast jokes prepared, but I'm sure I could find out. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you could talk about Carson City. That's true. Mm -hmm. I could just walk up on the dais and just, just roast everyone individually. Yeah, that works. That's kind of the format we're all going with as well. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, any parting words? Stay sweet, everybody. Um, I'm gonna try this one out. Uh, goodbye. Do drugs and do crime. <laughs> yeah. Uh.